50% suicide jokes and 50% highly games. Yeah, that's a fair ratio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jokes. This is actually completely serious. Anyway, okay. welcome to another episode of Going Rogue. Uh, I'm Jeremy Futrell. I'm still Matt McDougal. We are still the same people. I've been thinking about changing my name to something fun, though. Yeah. Um, Xerxes, perhaps? No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking the Highland... No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> change my name to the Highland Thor. That way Justin legally has to change his brand. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, long time coming, guys. Sorry, but life has been... Uh, bananas for both of us mm-hmm. and it's been hard to get in the same room and I missed my guy yes uh, but we are going to cover a recap of Richmond and or sorry Radford and Lloyd's and then we're going to tack Richmond on as a bonus um, and I think try and cover kind of what we wanted going into it and what we got coming out of it yeah and how that kind of rounded off our season Matt will still technically have Holiday Highlander left possibly and maybe other little piddly stuff but our main seasons are done we yeah. are we are officially into the off-season, and uh, I've taken a week off from doing much of anything uh, in terms of throwing or lifting, and it feels, oh, so good. I'm very jealous of <laughs> my, that. My body feels nice. Yeah. And next week, it won't be the case, but uh, I got a, a little bit of time to breathe and shoot deer, mm. and it was really good. So, um, good. is there anything you want to say before we just dive nope. right into it? Let's, let's do it. Let's dive right into it as two men in our 20s and 30s running a podcast we're legally required to say that sentence yeah um so we'll start with radford and right out of the gate no, uh, lloyd lloyd that's what you're lloyd's on. come before i can switch that that's radford came before yeah let's, let's go chronological well, you have start radford, radford up oh, i mean lloyd sorry up. you could listen to the words coming out of my mouth well no um that's what our listeners are for <laughs> yeah you're listening we're talking so uh, we'll start with Radford, and off the bat, shout out to Chad Clark for being uh, a real specimen of a human and uh, uh, better than all of us. Yes. So I I tried recording this by myself when I didn't know if Matt would link up, and uh, a sentence I kept coming back around to is that Chad is doing everything right from an AD perspective that we want to do in terms of taking care of his athletes. If you've never thrown at one of Chad's games or strongman comps or any of that stuff, um, he looks out for you and he makes you feel important. Um, which I really appreciate, and I'm sure Matt does as well. So uh, big, big shout-out to that guy. Um, he, he's, he's doing it well, and most of his games are invite-only, but if you're a halfway decent person and you just reach out to the guy and establish a dialogue and you're interested, you can probably go. Or come attend one or two of them and just introduce yourself. Um, that's a great way to get involved. So I can't say enough good things about the Radford Festival. Um it's like the smallest field I've ever competed on this year, and it was still a blast. So, uh, and I didn't do well, and I still had fun. <laughs> so, um, anything you want to say before we get after it here, bud? Nope, I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it has been a while. So, yeah. something we're bad about, too, we're recording this on November 17th. It's mm-hmm. been uh, quite a while. A month and three days. Yes, that literally exactly. Yeah. Um, so... It was a whirlwind for us for about five weeks there, doing like a game every other week. But uh, here we are. So, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Well, if you scroll down, I'll go first. I mean, you're right there. I don't know how much further I have to scroll down. You're right. I still aren't reading well. But, uh, yeah, so pro group, it was uh, Wes Kaiser, Jonathan Harding, me, and Thor Geifelsen. Um, It was pretty tight in the top two position and I was only two points behind second so I came in third this time 
continued my pro podium streak. Uh, I don't do that for very much longer. But spoiler alert, um, he holds on to it at Lloyd's. Uh, yeah, I do. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, Braemar went fine. I uh, actually Braemar went relatively good. Uh, thirty-seven six and a half. So PR of thirty-eight something. So I'm, that's good. I'm happy with that. Um, Openstone was shit. I, uh, it was kind of bad for everyone. I mean, the the winning open stone throw is only 46. We all, is this the first one that you brought your stone to? The o- Yes, correct, Got for it. the okay. open. To talk about that stone for a minute, we all picked it up. Every athlete across the field, in the AMs and the pro division, you pick up this rock and you go, this feels like it's going to be really good. Like, it's relatively small, it's dense, you feel like you're going to have a good handle on it. And then everyone threw it bad. Yes. Across both divisions. No one had a good push on that stone. I don't think anyone liked it. Mm-mm, we're no. we're going to throw it, throw it in the garbage or something. I don't know, yes. man. It was... It'll be my paperweight from now on. <laughs> it was rough. Um, heavyweight was bad for me. I threw a, a 34-1. I, that was, I think, a safe one turn, and mm-hmm. I scratched everything else, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Um, lightweight for distance, I actually won the event, which is a shitty feeling because we were on a small field and uh, Wes and John just said, ooh, this is dangerous and we're not going to throw anymore. So they only took their opening throws. And uh, I need the points. So I continue to throw. It was was literally rolling into the anchor set up for the sheaf tower on some of the lightweight throws. It was incredibly cramped. Yep. So I ended up taking one more throw. Uh, which was a 75-7, which put that event um, back into a, a decent range for me. So that's only, what, 10%? Less than 10% off Between my PR. Between, what, 81? 81-2, yeah. So yeah. Um, that, was, that was fine. Happy with that. Um, caber, bad. I don't, I don't know what it is. I turned pro, and even throwing cabers that I threw as an amateur, I'm just not turning your, right your now. Your caber has done that historically, yeah. where it, it will just kind of leave you timing wise yeah. for a game or two for yeah. whatever reason i'm uh, it's the same thing my hammers have done to me right like or my lightweight I, i'm not super worried about it i was really peaking for um the eccs and then my i had to re-peak since i ended up going pro and it's just been kind of all over the place so i'm not I'm not terribly upset about it. By the end of the year, I hit the numbers I wanted. So, anyway. Sheaf through 28, um, which is matching of pro PR. Uh, and wafer height, I hit 16. So, that's been a long time coming. And with that mark, it means that I have... Oh, no. I get, I guess main. Anyway. I've officially uh, PR'd every event this year, which is a good feeling. So, that's that's nifty. I think I have two. Two. Yeah, look at us go. Boop. It's like we tried. Yeah. Weird. You guys should try. You should. If you haven't tried trying. Really, try harder. But yeah, so the point spread here was, um, I was very happy with how close it was. So between first, second, and third, there's only a three-point difference. Um, Did you say Wob? Did you cover that? Yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah, that was a good Wob Mm -hmm. day for you. It was. So I've been consistent since then, too. Yeah. Um, Dancing with it. Um, Thor had not a great day. Uh, he was last in everything, so he had 28 points. But, um, yeah, other than that, it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Got to throw with the gang. Nothing uh, gang, gang. Nothing too bad. Yeah. Um, my day was bad. No. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a very talented AM field. Um, 
I mean, to, to give you the rundown, spoiler alert, I came in fifth. It was Jordan Patty, which we he, Jordan was going to run away with it, right? Like, that was always the call. I think he split points with someone on Wob with Spencer. And won every other and event. And won every other event. Like, that, that just was what it was. So he finished the day with 10 and a half points. The points were tight from second all the way down to fifth. I mean, Spencer finished the day with 22. Willie Danzer with 23. Justin, 28. Me, 28 and a half. So... No one necessarily well, Spencer kind of ran away with it, but he did still didn't take second in every event. Um, I'll I'll get into what I think made the big difference here in a minute. Looking at it, Patty actually threw bad. Yeah, that was not Patty's best day. No. He's just a very good thrower, right. so like that'll happen. Um, but I, I, for Radford and Lloyd's, my my head wasn't on right for either of those. Um, but that just is what it is, man. That's the nature of life. So so be it. Um, but Braymar, I actually PR'd Braymar by a tiny bit. My PR prior to this was like 31.10 and I threw 32.3.5. So that was nice. It put, it didn't quite break 700 points with that event. It put me at 696, which is kind of lame. Mm. Um, a goal for next year is to have 700 points just in every event most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the hope. Um, or much more in that and sheaf and lob and stuff like that. But I actually have that print off in my handy dandy sheet here. Like... How many points are on what? But anyway, um, so that's how Braymar went. It, it went okay, but again, I PR'd Braymar, and I still took fourth in that event. Like, Jordan threw 35, Justin threw 34-5, Spencer threw 34-11. So, like, even with a PR, it was clearly not a good enough Braymar in that field. Um, open stone, again, no one had a great day with that stone, other than Justin and Jordan, apparently. Um, but Justin gets by on every stone because he throws it bad but far. I, I love you, Justin, but it's you're a 40-plus foot open thrower at almost every game in the goofiest form I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> so uh, it just is what it is, but I, I can pretty much count on Justin potentially beating me at open stone at most games nowadays, at least for the end of the season, for sure. Um, so I threw 37-6, which is it's an okay throw for me but it's not great I'd rather be closer to 39 consistently and then over 40 when I feel good but like Jordan threw 45 Justin 41 um I did beat Spencer in that event me and Spencer kind of had a back and forth through most of the day and I didn't really crap anything until Caver um was kind of what threw my points away for the day considerably but uh it, it was just one of those. Heavyweight, I had an okay day. I threw 27, nine and a half, which gave me third in that event. Um, I fouled a 30-foot and change one that Greg actually still wanted to mark because he thought it looked nice, and I told him it was still shit. Uh, but I love you, Greg, so it's whatever you want to do. Greg Martz is now making uh, weights, Implements, by the way. In case you guys wanted to know. Um, um Sorry, I had to take a little break there. Where did we leave off? Lightweight or heavyweight? Yeah, so fouled a 30-something in heavyweight, which would have put me second in that event. Um, um, anyway. But it just wasn't there. That it, Fouls happen. And so I pulled off a third-place finish in that event, um, which was fine. Lightweight for distance came around. Lightweight has, has gone back in a hole for me. Like, it, it just has. There's no way around it, you know? Um... That being said, my crappy throw was still good enough for fourth in that event. So I threw 51 and change, yeah, which... 20% worse than your PR. It really is. Like, I, I don't mind being 10% off. It's a number you'll hear us say pretty often. And that's 
that's standard. That's across the board in anything. If you're lifting weights, I don't expect to be able to hit my max bench every single day, but I should be able to get within 10 to 12% of it on most days where I feel okay, you know? Like, so to be 20% off, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's moving well. And, and that's probably one of the biggest indicators aside from the distances. It doesn't feel like I'm getting a hold of it like I was in midseason. Um, but took fourth in that event. What really ate a bunch of points for me was Caber. So everyone across the board outside of Jack Woodard, who I think it was his first or second, a very early game for Jack, uh, threw well. Everyone turned Caber. Um, Patty threw 12s. Spencer threw 12s. Willie threw 12s. Justin Pierce's best was a 12.30, and my best was a 1.15. And I didn't have anything horribly off of 1.15. I think I threw, like, a 1.15, a 1.30, and, like, a 10.30. Like, it's a... That's an okay caber day, but I just ate a crap ton of points there. And then Bryce threw a twelve fifteen, so I literally came second to last on caber. Um, there was just no digging myself out of that hole, even having, if I had had a good sheaf day, which, again, none of us did. Um, Chad, I love you. Get a new sheaf bag, please. Uh, <laughs> but your standards are great. We need a new bag. Um Folks, if you want to go Venmo Chad to buy a new bag, uh, I won't stop you. But, and then I had a, a average day in weight for height. So on K, on Chief, I threw 26, which I opened at 24 because that's just what I do now. I, I don't, I'm not wasting the energy at a sub-24 football. Um, honestly, if you go to a field without this many people, you're going to finish top three on a 24-foot pull anyway. So, cool. I can do that. I'm an okay Chief thrower. I'm I'm getting to be a good sheaf thrower. It just needs to get a little more consistent. Um, and then Wob, I threw 13. It took a couple of pulls to hit 13, which also killed me. But at the same time, we had Jordan, Spencer, and Justin all hit 14. So even if I had had a good day and hit 13 right out of the gate and maybe missed 14, I would have taken at least fourth in that event. So those were the things that kind of, at the end of the day really screwed me. Um, I could have dug myself out of the Braymar hole, but I ate too many points in Caber and then in Wob, and it just is what it is. Um, some days it, it's being like that. So that is my rundown of Radford. But it, that being said, I had a fantastic time. We all got to go eat giant slices of pizza afterward and sit and chat, and my kid was there, and that was fun. So, like, I had a good time. It was a, it was a fun game. I enjoyed getting out of town and going to clear my head and do that. Um, I wish I'd been a little more mentally focused in the process, but... Otherwise, yeah. it wasn't bad. Dude, the weather was good. The The venue's always good. Like, you get a lot of people cheering. They put you near the music stage. So there's a lot of just noise and energy all day long. It's a it's a good time. The The music wasn't actually happy with us because we were getting uh, more crowd engagement and cheers well, than they were. Play more than six songs. Right. Like, so. it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Be more handsomer and have less of a fake Irish accent. I will say this about Raffer, though. We're ranking it on our bathroom scale. You do have to walk quite a ways. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, if we're going to bring that up. No, he did give us a porta john right next to the field this time. We had an athlete porta potty. We did have a so, athlete big improvement yes. at Radford to get us our own porta. We lost half of our athletics field. We yes. traded it for a porta john though. So it might have been worth it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't throw lightweight good, and I'm fine missing out on hammers. So, yeah. True. Bryce would have just got me in another point, maybe, if we threw hammers, so. <laughs> I got to pee whenever I wanted, and right. I didn't have to throw them, so. 
Alright, but that, uh, God, I wish this chair was squeakier. Um, that covers Radford, so on to Lloyd's, right? Yeah, Lloyd's, one cool. week later. Do you want to do you first, and we keep that trend going for this episode? Um, sure. Dope. Alright, there you are. I think you won. I did, I did. A uh, solid win for me. Um, first was, in every event. Right, I was just throwing pro demo, and truthfully, I was only going to throw five events, and then I thought about it and said... Hey, if even if I throw really badly, um, at least there are some marks for field records for pros for next year, um, which there will be more than one of us next year, I believe. Um, Braymar, shit, I took a 35-foot throw and stopped. Open stone, same thing. Um, I eventually figure out my open stone at the end of the year here, but uh, not at that game, 42, bad. Anyway, for distance, a 35-foot one turn. I was really sad about that. Um, I was pretty convinced I was going to go 38 plus in the one turn because of how it had been feeling, which, you know, spoiler alert, does happen later. Um, lightweight, 69, funny number, so I stopped. Um, hammers were shit, 88 and 109. I just, some days I have hammer and some days I don't. And after moving equipment around and being up early, my, like, if I'm not really on top of my shit, my hammers go down instantly. Right. So, like, that was just kind of stress-induced, I believe. Um, caber, again, I wasn't really paying attention. Turned in 11.30 on a caber that I flipped for, you know, three sets of ten. Or three sets of ten, Jesus. You know, like, uh, volume 30 total. Yeah, yeah, volume. 30 total reps in the back of my gym uh, twice a week. So, that's not... Uh, that's not a good one for me, but it is what it is. And then Wob, I came in at 14 thinking I was going to go... Um, 16 plus. Yeah, 16 plus that day. But we had an amateur that PR'd at 14, and he was the last one in and wanted 14-3. <laughs> it wasn't me. So we went ahead and took that with him. I figured his number mattered more since I'd already hit a 16. We're also the AD of that game. Exactly. Probably, yeah. yeah, so like it... He matters more. Um, so we did 14. Then we jumped to 14.6. Then I jumped from 14.6 to 16.3 and uh, smacked the bar uh, a bunch, and that was it. So no no real stress there. Um, really nice venue. Really good setup. Where It's going to be a two-day comp next year, and that's super exciting. And an even nicer uh, setup for us. It's, it's yep. going to be sweet. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. The only thing um, really bad about this one was I put in scores fucked up, and I think I know how to go back in and fix them. I just haven't yet. So uh, if you actually look up this game, it looks like shit, and it fucks up some of the numbers. Three of all of us. Yes. Um, I'll try to fix it, but... Uh, yeah, it'll it'll have your Braemar and your Openstone looking funky more than anything. Those got right. flipped and had to get re-entered to get corrected. Right, and, and normally it, it, it doesn't matter. Nazca's... A piece of shit. A piece of shit. Oh. And won't be around much longer. That's well, right. It'll be along. It'll long still it, exist, because yeah. I, I assume it's on a lead-coated CPU somewhere. Right. That you can't kill it. Right. But, um, all right, so me for Lloyd's. Let's take a look at the numbers here. i got to figure out which ones are real. Uh, <laughs> the, the shorter Braemar. Yeah, so for Braemar, I threw 30'7", which isn't bad. I mean, because yeah. my PR is 32, so throwing two feet off of that. Yep, perfect. Um, and that was a second-place Braemar. Justin yep. beat me in Braemar, which is pretty typical. Um, then we went on to Open Stone. Justin threw a 41. 
We again threw Matt's Funky Stone, and I threw 36, which actually gave me third in that event. Uh, Bryce McCraw squeaked out a 38. Uh, Justin again with a 41 on a Goofy Stone. Yep. Um, and I just, I couldn't kick right, I couldn't land right, and I threw a 38, so took yep. third in that event. Um, just didn't, guys, I was, I was stressing out probably a little bit more than Matt was at this game, um, and so I, I was not focused <laughs> at all. Um, heavyweight, I did win that event, which was kind of expected. At this, oh, unless, like, Willie shows up or Spencer or Patty I'll probably win heavyweight at most mm-hmm. games in this region. Yeah. Because I can throw 28 8 on yeah. my absolute worst day. You know? So I'll take that. Um, should be throwing 30 feet on my worst day, but that's for next season now. So. Um, and then lightweight, I took third in that one. Bryce actually had an okay throw at 56. Um, for him dropping weight, that was a pretty good one. So I took second. But my first lightweight throw, let me tell y'all, I threw like 44 feet or something, just mm-hmm. absolutely abysmal. And it didn't even feel that different than the rest of mine, just something was off. And I threw it, and we had cones out there, and I thought it landed a little past the 50-foot cone. And I was like, okay. And everybody was like, no, no, that's the 40-foot cone. And I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> it's abysmal. Um, but I, I ended up with a 52, which is meh. Uh, hammers came around and again had a horrible. I didn't even crack seventy in heavy hammer that day, man. I I I could not get my head right, um, which still kept me in third for that event. It was Justin Bryce and me up there. I think uh, Bryce got that one. Justin took second. I took third. Um, light hammer, kind of the same story again. Bryce had a really good light hammer day. He threw ninety nine, um, mm-hmm. which may have been a PR for him. Or no, no, I think he's hit a hundred at a game once, right. maybe. But is, that's still a very yeah, good ninety nine ten. Yeah, yeah, so a high, almost a hundred, but not quite. Too much short, Bryce. Just like Bryce's, the whole life. Right. Um, and then Justin Pierce threw a ninety two. I threw an eighty nine, and my eighty nine was pretty early. I definitely was like, oh, but well, you know, I can get a hold of one at least save second in this, and then I, I couldn't. I was like, hopefully I can go ninety five at least. Nope, just wasn't moving, man. Um, and then talk about another bad caper day. Uh. I threw 85 degrees is my best one. But, that being said, there's still third place in that event. Um, a lot of new throwers. I think the best one out of all the new guys was 55 by Brandon, if I'm looking at this right. Uh, but then Bryce and Justin both turned it. So, they were going to beat me anyway. But yeah. at least it, I had the best bad throw. Uh, we went to Sheaf. I opened at 24 and I left at 24. Yeah, uh, <laughs> killed you. Yeah, it, it really did. Um because Brandon actually had a PR at 27, so he squeaked ahead of me there. Um, and then Justin had a PR day at 29. Bryce also went out at 24. Whichever oh. yeah. one of you shits didn't grab my bag when we started. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was a bad day for me. Y'all were probably going to beat me anyway. So, um, it's just a mediocre day. And then the same thing happened when we went over to Wild. I threw 12 feet. Like, I came in at 12 and I went out at 12. That was... It, it was not my day. By the end of the day, I was gassed and in my head and um the people that deserve to beat me beat me you know it it'd be like that so the day ended up with justin pierce at 19 points bryce at 21 and a half and me at 22 and a half so when you look at it from that regard it was not a bad of a day as i felt like it was well, and then what was the gap between third and fourth is important oh and too. then 49 points for fourth right. so 
Yeah. Me, Justin, and Bryce stayed top three pretty much all day with the exception of Brandon pulling off a third in chief. Um, and I think Justin E eating some points in heavyweight. Let's see, he threw a 20-foot heavyweight, 20-foot 10. He got beat by Bryce, me, Randy, Brandon. So he ate as many points in heavyweight as I did in Wob, yeah. you know? Um, what uh, What's actually kind of fun about looking at this list is you can see the clear distinctions between ABC. So, like, Justin, Bryce, Jeremy are all within three points from 19 to 22 and a half. Randy, Brandon, and Ricky are all within three points from 49 to 52. Bear, Chris, Will, you know. Jordan all, and all them Jordan, go yeah. 70 points and up. Yep. And so, like, there's a 20-point gap between the Bear and Ricky from C to B, and then there's a 30-point uh, gap from Randy to Jeremy from C to A. Yes. Um... Which, spoiler alert, guys, we're going to record a whole episode about the Lloyds game coming up in April on its own to kind of give you guys some guidance because we have gotten some questions about which class do I sign up for and what to expect and how to do certain things. So we're, we're going to address that in a full episode. Um, in the meantime, just message us with questions. Message we'll Jeremy. Yes, or the po- message the podcast because that's me. So that's fine. I will. And if it's a question Matt has to answer because it's Iron Podium related or something. I'll, I'll get a hold of them, yeah. you know, and we'll we'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah, that was Lloyd's. I took third at my own game. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but what I loved um, was everyone coming up afterward and telling us what a great time they had. And uh, all of you, from guys that it was their first game to guys that it was their fifth plus game, everyone seemed to have a really good time and really enjoy it, which uh, I was very worried about all day long. Like, I was like, oh, man, this game is running long, mm-hmm. or this, that, and the other. Like, oh, crap, it's our first one. And everyone loved it. So thank you guys so much. Um, thanks to the Lloyds for having us and for inviting us back next year. Um, they were ecstatic. They also thought it went well. So you guys did a great job representing the sport well, and the venue's going to keep having us back so we can keep giving you guys a dope nine-event game at a cool venue hopefully every year. You know, so uh, that all worked out in our favor, and we appreciate that a ton. So that is our recap of those two games, Um, but you're going to get a bonus of we're going to tack Richmond on at the end here. Yeah. And kind of cover what we were expecting going into it and what we got out of it and how we were able to close out our season. So, Matt, I'll defer to you. Do you want to do both of our expectations and then both of our recaps? Or do you just want to run through all of yours and then I run through all of mine? What do you think? I'll just do me. That sounds right. We'll keep with this. Yeah. Fuck me. Yep. So, um, it was the same crew as normal. Wes, John, and me. Except this time we also had uh, Sroka, who is uh, now a North Carolina boy. So, Mm -hmm. he is... Former Midwesterner and uh, Gwen's trapped him. That's right. So, uh, John ended up winning... Quite a lot, uh, followed by West Tom, and then me. Uh, me and Tom were actually tied for points. I had a bit of an injury and uh, had to step out of it. Um, uh, the number they're missing is Tom's score. NASCAR's weird, and it's hard to work with sometimes, and so it's uh, it's all over. But anyway, here we are reading it. So my goal going into this was to continue my podium streak, which I failed. Um, but more importantly, I wanted a 38 plus heavyweight because I knew that that was the number that I could achieve to put me back into the top 25 for pros. Um, 
So, we're going to go through an order and leave you waiting on that one. Um, Bray Marstone, uh, 36, which was good enough for 36-4, which was the best was 36-11, so pretty close to winning, but came in third in that by a couple of inches. Um, we were all within a foot and three inches of each other, so pretty yeah. close. Then Open Stone, I actually finally figured out what was going on. Uh, I threw a 47-9 which is, you know, a four-foot uh, pro PR. Still not my best Highland Games number or close to uh, yeah. good. But uh, that was awesome for me. Technically so. second there because Jonathan and Wes split points for first because they tied – or they probably did countbacks. Yeah. So third. Yeah, yeah. But yep. still third. The second best quote-unquote final mark there. Yep. Uh, heavyweight for distance, I ended up one turning a 38-9. I've decided to just invest in my one turns – um, because as I go into next season, I, something's going to have to go because I'm going to have to focus on hammers. So, um, I decided not to, to turn my heavyweight anymore. And, and John Van Buren and Garrett Blatnick have both proven you can be I, a very effective one-turn thrower. I had a full I mean, practice day with Jerry on Saturday where, um, I only took like well, full practice. I took 12 throws, four were 36, four were 38. Four were over 40 in the one turn with a heavyweight. So, like, I, that's just clearly better, and I don't know what I've been doing. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, heavy hammer, uh, I threw bad. Yeah, keys. Um, no, that's yeah. wrong. That That's not real. Those are our heavy hammer numbers. Um, okay. Yeah, we didn't throw both. Okay. So, yeah, I, I was like, "What the fuck? Are those your lightweight for? Those are your lightweight for distance numbers?" Then Correct. they did the same thing for y'all. They yep. did for us initially, and she's fixed ours and not yep. yours yet. So lightweight um, for distance. Yeah, sorry, lightweight for distance. Um, I one turn to sixty eight, and then I scratched two of my two turns. My better two turn was actually in the high seventy range. I think it was like seventy seven is what we measured it at after, but um, would have been doesn't matter. I came in third on that. Um, and not not really complaining. After heavyweight for distance, I was just ecstatic. I had friends on the field. This is also on my birthday. I had friends on the field. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there were seven people out there wearing barn gym shirts, and I was just kind of crowd-pleasing and walking around. a couple around on Sunday. Yep, talking to people and... Uh, yeah, we got a shout out on the mic. I don't know that it got lot. us anything, but we right. got to talk about it several times. Yep, so... Yeah, I was. Uh, that was good. Our crew ended up winning a lot of stuff. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, heavy hammer through like shit. I just I one turned a eighty eight again. It's nice to know that I can grip and rip a eighty eight to ninety two, um, whenever. But it's not good, good enough. No, and he's my hammer seemed to be a hundred one thirty to do what I actually want to do in the sport. Which we'll get there. Thanks to Greg Martz. And um, and Tren. But, uh, for the 80s listening, that was a joke. Yeah. You can drug test me if you want. For steroids, that is. Caver uh, still didn't turn it, which was really disappointing. So, because that was uh, that was the one that our pro caver was the one we had at Caver and Fireworks. Oh, so yeah, that, that the, is a bummer. Yeah. I, I want another shot at that caver. Right. Like, well, that's now the Mazda Pro caver. So, okay, dope. There you go. Well, God damn it, I'm not pro. Well, not yet. But, uh, yeah, fair. Sheaf, I ended up throwing 28, and uh, it took me, I came in at 24 when we were doing two-foot jumps. It took me to my third throw at 24, my third throw at 26, and my third throw at 28, I believe. No, 28 was the first time. I actually got my shit together there. But it took me seven throws to get to 
28. Um, and I was getting pretty tired. And then on my second attempt at 30, um, something went in my back. Like, it just, uh, I felt a sideways pop. The sheaf went out straight to the right. And uh, I was somewhat debilitated. So I kind of thugged that shit out for a while. Still went on to uh, Wob. Ended up coming in at 14. And that's that's all I did. So that's nifty, I guess. I shouldn't have done it. I should have just walked away. But, um, you know, you're being paid to be there and want to put out a good impression and don't want to step away for the crowd and all that shit. So yeah. I didn't think it would it's make it any... your first Massa Pro game. Let's finish it. It's number three. First Massa Pro game. Number three. What? Yeah. Or no, That's three. right, ECC's. Yeah. VSG. Yeah, VSG. And, uh, you're right, you're right. I'll yeah. shut up. What yeah. do I know? I just... Actually, my fifth... Podcast. Fourth. Fifth. Fifth pro game in uh, I second Mazda. Second Mazda. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so then that night I was writhing in, in pain. Got into a hot tub, got into a cold tub, got into a hot tub again, and then... You know, horseman in my back, and I thought everything was fine. Laid face down and could not walk. And it's like, ah, good. I'll bad. deal with this, this in the morning. Bad. So, yeah. Right. We're well, fine now, though. It's fine. We're yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. Nothing could ever come of this. No. Uh, <laughs> this won't be a recurring theme. No, no. Like my right shoulder. I found that out after, actually before Richmond. I was kind of almost worried because last year around this time at Radford, I had a right shoulder injury because I was benching like a dickhead mid-season wow and i didn't do that this time and so it still functioned for me but it definitely had been nagging it's one of the reasons i've enjoyed this week off to just kind of let it be a shoulder and not do stuff with it um so richmond for me uh what i came in with it was wanting to win because i got really fucking tired of not winning for the past couple games at games that i thought i should have won where if i had thrown well I, I would have won, but I didn't. That is not taking away anything from the guys that beat me at those games. Day of, they showed up with a better package, but uh, I was kind of pissed at myself, so I threw a lot of heavyweight in my driveway and sheaf in my driveway and stone in my driveway, and I thought about it a lot uh, leading up to that week, and I got kind of reclusive and shitty, and uh, so it went well. Um, there's a secret to this sport. It's to be an asshole. No, uh, <laughs> just kidding. We love you. Um, so let's walk through it event by event. Open stone. Um, I love Massa's open stone. Massa's. Look, you got me saying it your stupid way. I love I Massa's Maza. open. I say Massa. Oh. Because it's, it's individual letters, so I feel like I shouldn't blend them together. Mm. Anyway. Uh, so I threw 38-5. For a second there, I thought I was almost going to win it. Because Justin had only thrown like 37, and then his third throw, he popped out that 41. Yep. Like always. He's a 41-foot open stone thrower. Um, mm-hmm. One of my critiques about Justin has always been consistency, and he has at least shored that up in several events and shored it up enough to where he may win those events, like stone or even sometimes hammer. Um, he's got such long fucking arms. And that's coming from somebody with long fucking arms that he's able to, to have a decent hammer. Yeah, I've spent an entire day with Justin now, like 14 hours straight. That is a large man. He like, is. He's very strong. Yes. He, he's stronger than he looks like he should be. on it. For for those of us that know things about strength sports, you look at Justin, you don't actually expect a lot what's, of usable strength out of him, so, and he's very strong. What's so weird about it is, like, his, his back squat is only 475, but his bench is 405. Yes. And he's, has, he's got a 7-foot wingspan, and he has a 400-plus bench, and it's like, well, well, wait a minute. 
because he has 25 yeah. inch arms. Right. I have a big bench, but my arms are very short yeah. and I'm barrel chested. So like that's not real. God, look at myself sideways in a mirror at the gym the other day, right. and I didn't realize how thick my chest was. It was right. Upsetting. Um. <laughs> any, I mean, it's not upsetting. I'm happy with it. I did stuff to make it that way, but like, I'm not broad. Mm. Justin's fucking broad. Yes. Um. So yeah, came in second in Openstone. Um, it was a fine day. Randy snuck up on me. He had a very good PR. He threw thirty seven. He he almost made me worried. Yeah. Um, almost. Randy will uh, be an A next year. Uh, yes, he's talked to me about that about potentially moving to A at the Lloyd Games. I, yeah. And I was like, you you just let us know. We can move it, and it'll be whatever it be. Yeah. You can run train on the B's, or you can, because he technically hasn't won in B game, but. Yeah, but we're not. We're uh, not Chag. We don't have to do it that way. Yeah, we're not a federation. We can do what we want. That's true. Uh, just kidding. I have a job. I like to keep it. Um, so, oh, all right. Uh, jokes aside. Jokes aside. Weight. So then we went on to heavyweight for distance. Um, that I, I won the handily again. So I opened like a 27 and, or a 26, I think. And that would have won the day. I didn't mm-hmm. need to throw better than that. Um, I still did through 28 and some change, 28, nine, uh, Justin had been hanging at 22, 23, and then popped out of 25, right. which Justin's PR is like 27-something. He's capable of a respectable heavyweight throw. Not that 25 isn't. 25 is. He just only does that once a game. Like, he's capable of a good heavyweight throw. He just moves like a newborn giraffe in that event. That is one that he has not gotten consistent in yet. So you don't know if 20-foot Justin's thrown up or if 26-foot Justin is shown up. Yep. Like. You, you don't know. Um, he almost had to take third in that event till he popped out that 25, so he hung into second there. So if you're following the point breakdown, by the way, he won stone, I took second. I won heavyweight, he took second. Um, by the way, we didn't throw these things in order. I'm going over them in order of the sheet here, but we actually threw open stone, then heavy hammer, then heavyweight, then caber, then lightweight, then sheaf and wob. It was a very jacked up day. Um, for that reason, we threw open stone, then heavy hammer. I felt crappy after heavy hammer because Justin actually beat me out there. So I felt bad because I lost two events in a row, which just made me a little more pissy for a minute there mm-hmm. until I had my until weights showed up. Because in this field, there was no reason for me to lose weights, um, and I didn't. So I I won heavyweight. Um, I had a dog shit lightweight throw of 53 feet and change that still was the best throw by over two feet so cool like <laughs> at least it was enough to win the event you know yeah. um so at that point in the day after doing stone hammer and then both weights justin and i would have been tied in points and then if you cover caber uh it was it it was a decision we had to make in Caber, and I talked it over with Stephanie. She bounced a lot of stuff off of me that day because we had a very new field outside of me, Justin, and Randy. Um, we talked about it, and we said, look, we can pick a good A-level Caber and kill half the field, or we have to throw this light Caber and see what happens. If we end up with a bunch of ties, we'll just have the guys that tie go throw a challenge Caber or something, but like... We opted for the much lighter caber uh, for the safety of the, like, six or seven new guys we had throwing. We had a field of 14, by the way, so it was a long day, um, even not throwing all the events. So we picked a light caber. I came out and threw a 12. Justin came out and threw a 12. I threw another 12. Then Justin threw a 1 o'clock, and I was like, ooh, 
I may get to squeak out another point here since we've been tied up all day. It'd be nice to start to put a gap in there. Um, and we had a couple, we had uh, Michael Morlock had thrown two 12s at the time. So I was like, cool, we could potentially go ahead and end this now. Or not end it, but put a gap in there. Um, and then I went out and threw a 11. So Justin came out and then threw a 12 and we tied on Caber. So we were still tied throughout the whole day because we split points for second because Michael Morlock threw another 12 um, and won himself an event, little buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, so that happened. The pride of West Virginia. The, the only pride of West Virginia. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, Justin and I tied up there. So we went over to Sheaf, and I don't think we technically tied there. I think on the games field I thought we did. No, you won't, Chief. Right? I, I did. Yeah. So I think on the games field I was worried about it at first, because what we were worried about, we were like, oh, no, Justin and I both went to 27. Right. Yeah, I did win Chief because I took extras. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we both went out at 27 initially, and without knowing the countbacks at first, we were like, oh, no, if we tie up. Or no, no, no. Forget everything I just said. I'm dumb. I won Sheaf. I came in at 24. Um, I was a little cold because we had a small field. So they opened up at like 18. So we had to wait for 18, then 21, then yada, yada. And 14 guys throwing, right? So we got to 24. It took me until my third throw to hit 24. And I was, once again, kind of mad at myself. Um, So then I hit 27 on my first throw at 27. And that won me Sheaf. Um, Justin ended up clearing 27, just not on his first Neither of us hit 30 after that, so actually I think he called it at 29. He wanted to go 29, and we did, so I don't know. Either way, neither of us hit the next height. Um, I bumped it up to, no. God, my brain is bad, guys. I'm so sorry, but I'm not even going to edit this one a lot. You're going to listen to how my brain works. We went to 30. Neither of us hit 30. So I won Sheaf. I called an extra at 29 to try and squeak out some Nazca points, and it just wasn't there. Um, They were fine poles, but it just didn't happen. So... We knocked that out. Um, at this point now, I am one point ahead by my math at the time, right? Which is accurate looking at the Nazca sheet. We tied all the events up until now, and I was able to put one of point between us on Sheaf, and I was worried that Justin was going to beat me on Wob because the last two games Justin had beat me on Wob at a weight that I have or at a height that I've been inconsistent at at fourteen. And I was like, well, that could suck because then we're going to tie in points. And then if they go to countbacks, we'll tie in first. And then if they go to seconds, we'll tie in seconds. And neither of us took a third, so they can't count back to there. So if they go back to Kaber, we tied in Kaber. So what on God's green earth do you do <laughs> in that case? Um, Mortal combat. Yeah, I'll shoot him. Uh, <laughs> so any hoozle. Um... Luckily, it didn't come down to that. So we got to Wob, and I decided, fuck it, we ball. I'm just going to come in at 13. Um, it's where I should be coming in all the time. 12 feet is shenanigans. Um, so I came in at 13 and hit it on my first. Uh, Justin did not hit it on his first, but several other athletes actually did, or their first or second, and maybe it took Justin until his thir- third, something like that. Um, and then I ended up hitting 14 on my second and Justin missed all three pulls at 14. So I actually won Wob. And, uh, unfortunately our, our little Highland Thor buddy, just kidding. I love you. Uh, 
eight several points there. Because um, on countbacks, we had athletes who all day long were not great throwers, but were just stupid strong, who all hit 13 on their first or second pull, and he lost points on countbacks there. So the way it shook out for the day was I won with 10.5 points, uh, Justin at 15, Randy with 27, Brandon with 38, and then just so on and so forth down the line there, right? Um, this honestly is the point spread I was expecting to see at all of the games I went to lately, other than with Patty and Keck throwing at Radford. Like, I kind of wanted to be four or five points ahead of some of these guys. Um, so I, I was very happy with how Richmond went. Um, I was glad that I actually got to show up and throw the way that I thought I should be throwing most days, even if they aren't PR days. Like, these were good, consistent throws that should win, and they did. So I, I felt good about that. Um, not to take anything away from anyone, I just I, I got my head right, and it went better. Which, weird that that happens. Yeah. And so. it, uh, it went better for, went good for the third member. Yes. So our, our sponsored athlete. Yeah, our honorary member here, uh, old Nono Nina, actually won the women's division kind of handedly. Not she didn't run away with it, run away with it, but mm. total in points five points in a group of four. That's a, that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. She took first, and here I can tell you exactly. Yeah, so you had five points in a group of fourteen, right? Yeah. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, that's, a, that's a point where you could actually not do an event. Yeah. So Nina win. Nina won heavyweight for distance, lightweight for distance, heavy hammer, light hammer, and weight over bar, and took second in everything else. They yeah. actually got to throw. Eight events, nine events. They threw all nine, and she still won the majority of them. Um, and she set a PR on Wob. She finally hit fourteen, I think, didn't she? Thirteen six. She missed fourteen. We called extras after she won at thirteen. She actually won at twelve. The next best throw was eleven. So you had two no heights. Yep. And then an eleven by Katrina. Nina won it at twelve, which is where she should open. She didn't listen to me, but. It is what it is. It'd be like that. She was nervous. It's her hometown game with people she knows in the crowd. She didn't want to fuck it up. Um, but yeah, she threw a 20-foot Braymar, which was good enough for second in that event. She threw a 26-foot open stone, which was good enough for second in that event. Almost 27-foot. Uh, she threw a 27-and-change heavy, which won that event. She threw a 49-and-11 lightweight, which won that event. She PR'd both hammers. Uh, by a good bitch, threw a 48-foot heavy, which won that event. She threw a 66 light, which won that event. She took second on Caber, but she did throw a midnight. Um, 18 on Sheaf, which was second in that event. She's She should have thrown 24. Uh, Nina, if I had any critique, your Sheaf was not snappy that day. But y'all opened a Sheaf, and I think you knew that. Like, it just is what it is. And then, again, 13-6 and Wob, she won that event. So, uh, shout out to everyone involved in either the barn gym or... Uh, going rogue or any of this silly stuff or our friends because everyone cleaned house. So I kind of forgot this. Um, I didn't actually take last. I took second because we had a team comp. Yeah, we had a team comp. I kind of forgot about that. You know, I, the only numbers that truly mattered for me personally were my own score and how it would affect NASCA for getting me invited to bigger games and showing progression, all those things. But uh, it was me and Nikita together, and we did actually take second. Yeah. Uh, I could have paired with Nikita and taken second now. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Definitely not last. Yeah. Uh, she's so good. So Nikita won the women's 
uh, elite division, in case anyone was wondering. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man. That uh, kind of wraps it up. That's it. I think that's going to be this episode. Um, but this way we can push something out to you guys. I'll do a little light editing, but hopefully get this out sooner rather than later. Yeah. And uh, that's it. So, now something we're going to try and do more often that I should have put at the beginning of this, but I'm dumb. We're going to thank everyone involved and what makes this cool. So, the Barn Gym, Mass Gym, up in Ruther Glen, Virginia. Hey. Um, if you're anywhere near Caroline County and you want somewhere to either train strongman or Olympic lifting or arm wrestling or grip sports or Highland games or track and field throwing or sports in general or just want to be stronger and cooler, go to the Barn Gym. Yeah. Like, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, the only 24-7 gym in that area. You're for sure the only strongman or niche strength sport gym in that area. Yeah. You've got the strongest man in America, or last year's strongest man in America. I honestly didn't follow this year's. I pulled out of this one, but yeah. Yeah. We, it, you know, we got guys. Like, we have many guys over 700 pounds in the deadlift. We got a guy over 1,000 pounds. You know, we have... Yeah. I think we're up to... You've 50. got a, several 400-plus log pushers yeah, out I, there. I think like, we're at, like, 15 pro athletes. So, between strongman, Highland Games, arm wrestling, you know, like, grip. Like, uh, yeah. it's it's a pretty cool place. It's a dope gym. And uh, even if you just come into town for Lloyd's, you should go check it out. It's a weekend event. What else do you have to do other than go up to the barn at one point, you know? Yeah. So, go, go say hi. Um... Badger, Highland Game Supply, as we talked about earlier, that sponsors Mr. McDougal here, yes. um, is now not only making the best tacky you can find, but is also going to be making implements, uh, I think, effective immediately. They're, they're live. You can reach out to them on Instagram or Facebook or wherever Greg does his business. I think he actually has a website. Could be wrong. Yeah, uh, he will soon if he doesn't. He for sure has an Instagram set up specifically for it. So if Badger, Highland Game Supply, we tag them and post their stuff when we can, so... You can find them um, if you want to order some weights, order some tacky, some cool shit. Um, I can't recommend his hammers enough. He's already been making those, and they're fantastic. If you yep. want a good rattan-handled hammer, go to Greg Martz. You will get a good one. They're dope. So, um, and then lastly, Lloyd Family Farms. Um, thank you guys so much for having us out here this past year, and we're excited to go out there again next year. So if you guys haven't done so already, the sign-up is on Iron Podium. It's in the Going Rogue uh, link tree in our Instagram bio and I think Facebook bio, too. I've tried to put it over there. Um, Instagram just gets way higher engagement. So yeah. you're all there. You're If you're on Facebook, you're also on Instagram. The inverse isn't true. So um, go check it out. Click it. Uh, we're about to do a whole episode on what to look for and how to sign up for that game or games in general. So keep your earballs peeled for that. And uh, I think that's it, guys. Yeah.